You're listening to BQN. Assimilate the audio. Engage. 78 years have passed since the days of the original USS Enterprise. Now a new Galaxy Starship has been designed. Transporter Chief, beam our listeners aboard. Welcome to Galaxy Class, a Star Trek Next Generation podcast on BQN and the Fandom Podcast Network. I am your host, Counselor Amy Nelson, and with me today, I have Helmswoman Rhea Papagiorgio and the very tired retiring mm-hmm. Joe Keegan. Hello. Hello. How are you both? Pretty good. Very good. Very good. I had <laughs> some fun time here in Las Vegas. I went to see Barry Manilow in concert, and guys, that dude is 80 years old. Popping around stage, singing all these songs at the Copa, Copa Cabana. I mean, he was <laughs> out there, feathers and all, just amazing. And then awesome. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Yeah. Poehler, yeah. yes, their comedy act. It was great. And they had Debbie Downer from, I don't watch SNL, but she came out too and did a okay. little. Yeah, so it's been a fun yeah. couple of Tina nights Faye. for me. Tina Fey's Greek, just so you know. Well, I'm sure there was a Greek connection there somewhere. Of course, it <laughs> had to be. Would um, I fall asleep at Barry Manilow? No, he is very entertaining, and the songs just take you right back to the 70s and 80s. I mean, just, oh, so many good songs. Cool. Now, I mean, Joe is very old and tired, so maybe. Well, yes, but I remember famously I fell asleep. Um, I share in Las Vegas because <laughs> who needs double the number of costume changes than there are songs? Wow, <laughs> I fell asleep at Dave Matthews Band. Dave Matthews, wow! But I don't know any of. Yeah, I was backstage. I was working. I didn't know any of his music. So, mm, Joe, did you yeah. change your hair? I've gone blonde like Marilyn, so I'm going to be having more yeah. fun from now on. Yeah, nice. Well, I don't know. I had the most fun with blue hair. So, mm. blue? wow. Yes, I miss it though. Amy, what are we talking about today? Well, today, listeners, is a day where we need to say goodbye. It's a transition day. It's a transition day, yes. Um, A goodbye to us, but a hello to some new hosts because we didn't really want Galaxy Class to stop. We still love Next Generation. Um, However, we've just been talking about it a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's limits. There's limits to our love for the you know, next generation. <laughs> I totally remember uh, when I started uh, podcasting on Earl Grey, yeah. and people were telling me, you know, experienced podcasters, you know, you gotta, you're gonna want to stop doing this. I said, I will never want to stop talking about next generation. Well, that was seven years ago. And the time has come where, at least for me, I am, I run out of things to say. I still love it, but I just can't podcast it every single week again and again. I am exactly the same. So I started, I think my first podcast was on Earl Grey with you and Justin. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about first episode of season four of TNG. What is it? Um, Family. Yeah. Mm. I always get family and brothers confused. So yeah. it's family. Um, so that was five years ago. And pretty much almost every weekend since then. Yeah. Um, with obviously a few exceptions, like going on vacation and things like that. So um, I think for me, it's right in the middle of the day. So it kind of breaks up your day and you, yeah. it's, it's kind of gets tough after a while. So I'm kind of... I know. And done. it's on a weekend. So... Yeah. It's that's hard, mm-hmm. especially when you're traveling yeah. and stuff. And plus, I think I've, I've I know I've said like previously that um I was really enjoying this new golden age of Star Trek that we're living in. Like we're getting Star Trek all the time. But I think yeah. I'm not, I think I'm over that as well. Mm. 
Because I kind of lowered X was okay this season for me. Um, I kind of half watched it while playing solitaire on my phone. Oh, Joe, you're so. Which bad is a sign that. that I'm not enjoying something. Right. Wow. Um, so I'm like, I just need to. I need to walk away for a while before I start. Mm-hmm. Hating you guys. What about you, Bria? Well, you know, right. My schedule is so unpredictable. It's just the last 24 hours have proven. <laughs> well, I'm in month 14 of a 12 month program. So that, what does that tell you right there? Um, and for the last 14 months, it's just like, like I had a, a prog check just this morning that was scheduled last night. I had 12 and a half hours notice. So that's just how my life has been. And um, luckily I was able to wrap it up quickly enough to get back home in time, but I can't even guarantee week two. I can't even guarantee day to day, you know, what my schedule is going to be like. So it's, oh my gosh, it's exhausting. It's funny because I came in as the token like TOS, right? With these diehard TNG fans. And mm -hmm. I have learned so much about TNG and gained such an appreciation, which has been perfect timing for, especially for Picard and Picard season three and lower decks. So I've appreciated the the new trek so much more because of the fun adventures we've had here. But I think we all, you know, are invested in Galaxy Class and want to see it continue and thrive and not just be, you know, oh, something we have to do on, on Saturdays, but, you know, hand it off to new and fresh and exciting <laughs> people who have something new to say that's not just us over and over and over again. So, um, you know, knowing where you guys were, uh, it's like okay, this is this is a good time to transition, and the fact that I can never record anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I wonder why Kevin's leaving. Several months after I attended my first STLV in the summer of 2019, I received a message from Miss Amy Nelson asking me if I would like to be a guest host on the show she was then co-hosting, which was Earl Grey. I said yes, little knowing that what that really was, was an audition, and that uh, she was looking for new full-time hosts to replace someone who was departing. So here we are, two networks, well, almost three, if you consider the name change that uh, that uh, has gone on since we became the BQN. Three years, three conventions, and I have made the greatest friends uh, through this art of podcasting. Uh, I want to thank the listeners for their support. Uh, especially on an unknown like me who had never really appeared in Star Trek fandom before and for uh, enjoying what we did. Um, I was uh, glad to come up with fun concepts like the uh, Batleth Battles and the, um, the Traveler's Guide to the Next Generation Planets. And I don't, I, I don't think you'll have to worry that you won't see those concepts pop up somewhere else in the future um just because i'm gone from earl gray doesn't mean i'm not going to be around the network i've got some other plans uh lined up and i've been talking to some people and um once my once my busy uh performing schedule in the real world calms down perhaps after the holidays uh, you'll you'll find me back with a vengeance so again um Thank you to Amy for inviting me on this to this crazy ride to Joe and Rhea who have been great friends and the best co-hosts this guy up here in central Ontario could have and especially to the listeners who have made being part of Galaxy Class and the BQN such a joy. This is not the last you'll hear of me. Don't worry. I will be back around with something. I've got some ideas kicking around and uh, I will not say goodbye, but we'll talk to you soon. So the math teacher and me wanted to grab some stats and just some, you know, summary of what we have done here on Galaxy Class. And we started, listeners, July of 2020. So three years and a couple months that we have been doing this 
at least here on Galaxy Class. And we have con done 143 episodes. Across two networks. Yeah. Yep. Well, and before United Federation of Podcasts. Is that it? Yep. And we nearly joined another network even before that. Yeah. Yep. That was tumultuous times. It was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who have we interviewed? Have we interviewed any fun people? Rhea, I think you need yeah. to cover this because you were very instrumental in getting most of these interviews. Well, our very first episode was an interview with Scott McDonald, which I believe you set that one up, Joe. Or was it me? Was it? Oh, I think it I was can't you. Remember. It's far too early. It was so long 20, ago. 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Scott McDonald is fantastic. Amanda McBroom, oh, which I, I don't think I even recorded that episode. What a treasure. But, she was just so mm. wonderful, so talented. Mm, yes. Oh, yeah. she, she won the Grammy, didn't she, for yeah. best song for the, the Rose, Rose yeah. which is a mind blowing, incredible song. Yeah. yeah, someone needs to sing that karaoke at the next convention. Okay. Um, but yeah, Mark Ralston, who was just he's a fascinating human being, which was awesome. Aaron Waltke, we were the second podcast he did, so that That's was pretty right. cool. Yeah, Noah no, Everbeck we were Cox, his first. We, we were, were his, his second. First. I saw him on Seventh Rule. Oh, and that's I, yeah. That's with an actor. And then I'm like, we Aaron have to have his yeah, first. Doesn't like, count. You know. No. Yeah. Okay, so we were his first real podcast. None that's of this right. Ciroc Loft and stuff. I yeah. know. Come on, Ciroc. <laughs> huh? Huh? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, Aaron Walkie was fabulous. Another rabid Star Trek fan in Noah Averbeck Cotts, who's always fabulous. Mm -hmm. um, and then we had like the incredible insight from Scott Wheeler, who is the makeup artist on Voyager, who created the Borg Queen. Um, yeah. And he, boy, did he have some fun stories. Yes, and he then did. another lifelong, yeah, lifelong Star Trek fan and actor Rico Anderson. So we had some. That fun was ones. fun. I remember that one. Yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. <laughs> Hi, Rico. Was Erin McDonald Galaxy Class of Cheryl Gray? Oh. Oh, er, must been real yeah, must have been. It was a while ago. Yeah, it was. Who knows? I'm retired now, so. <laughs> when you get our age. <laughs> yeah, when you get old in years. <laughs> well, we Is had podcasting fun years like dog years. No, yeah. longer. <laughs> well, we had fun coming up with uh, different series that we've covered. And one of our favorites was Batleth Battles, thankfully thought of yes. by our co-host Kevin. 32 Batleth Battles. We knew we wouldn't cover them all and get to, you know, at least a sweet 16. We got nowhere near that. But <laughs> do you imagine if we had to cover them all? Mm. What would be like at the end? Like 370 years old. Right. Still podcasting. <laughs> and I'm still upset that All Where Good Things like... is out of the running. <laughs> well, that's fine. There were some controversial decisions made, but... That's know, I because I, I wasn't on that podcast, and I'm still upset. So, still annoyed. Well, yeah, that was just I don't care. <laughs> I think we You're covered retired. all the <laughs> files of all the main <laughs> characters and quite a lot of the big guests. Recurring mm -hmm. guests, didn't we, as well? Which was fun. Another fun series was our quality checks, where we went through... Mm -hmm. Season by season? Yeah. Mm. I think we yeah. did all, all of them, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We talked season yeah. six and seven, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, we ended up talking for far too long, so we split them into two parts. The build-your-own watch lists were fun. Joe? Yes, they were fun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Deleted Scenes, I think, was maybe one of my favourite series. It's because I remember the women that get electrocuted by the replicator. But there's no visual effects, it just stands him like, <laughs> shakes. It's hilarious. The what ifs were my least favorite but i went through and i feel like i grew <laughs> as a star trek fan so thank you to that it's because you don't have an imagination yeah, that is true 
I, I freely admit I am not creative, no imagination. Just show me what it is and I'm happy to talk about it. Don't ask me to say what if. I don't know. Do you have they were hard but well, I wonder a lot if that's the thing that people like either have or have not an imagination. Um like now some people apparently don't have like an internal an inner voice. Right. Like an internal monologue. Mm-hmm. But I, like, I talk to my internal monologue. Hmm. My internal monologue becomes a dialogue sometimes. <laughs> like all the Your time. Best friend. Yeah. Um, science was also a favourite, wasn't it? Because yes. there's just so much good science in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. That's what I tried mm-hmm. to relate it to real world science in 2020, 2020 to 2023. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Picard Live was great too. That's the first time we did anything live. And um, even though Picard is technically not TNG, let's be honest, Picard season three was TNG. So we actually had some fresh TNG to talk about, which was fantastic. Yes, that was a very new and learning experience of again, going live. And Mm -hmm. Joe, you did so much work, this amazing intro. You know what? It was funny because I just actually for the first time watched our intro you took all of the pictures from our podcast one through as our windows flash. I never realized that all through doing Picard live. I was yeah. so nervous <laughs> recording that I never saw. I just oh wow. Yeah. Okay. That was yeah, such that a was, great idea. Yeah. It's okay. It mm-hmm. took forever, but it was worth it. Because it looks good. Oh, it's gorgeous. It turned out wonderfully. Yeah. And you did the new show music too, Joe, which is fantastic. Oh yeah. That's right. That took like a year and a half. Yeah, <laughs> you have a wee bit of talent there. Not not bad. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my least favorite was when we did single voice podcasts. I'm not not that I'm not a fan of when you guys do it, because I don't listen to any podcasts. Um, but when I do <laughs> I just don't like the sound of my own voice, so yeah, story but time. Story with Joe. time with Joe was so much fun. No, we got a lot of great feedback on that. Well, not fun for you, but nobody cares if it's fun for you. Everyone else People enjoyed it. People would be nice, I'm sure. That was again another learning experience because, like you, Joe, I did not want to just sit and talk. And so, thankfully, my good friend Stephen. <clears throat> little hmm. foreshadowing there for you listeners. Uh, I was visiting Stephen and I saw his technical manual. I'm like, what? And I stole it from him with his permission. And I, we, I actually ended up doing three episodes of reading mm-hmm. the manual to everyone, which I found very fascinating. And I was really surprised that people even tuned in to listen to me read to them. But it was fun-ish. For being a solo, it was podcast, story time you know? with Amy. Yeah. yeah. See if, if yeah, we did what my... the technical manual was, and we weren't Star Trek fans. The idea of somebody reading a manual, <laughs> listening to it, sounds horrific. Yeah. And Ria, I cheated on my solo one and had Captain Mike on with me, <laughs> so didn't quite get that terrifying solo experience. No. Right. So talking about Stephen, mm-hmm. um, this Stephen, yes, this Stephen and Keith, we're gonna bring them in. Stephen, hello. And Stephen is muted. Oh, there <laughs> well, hello there. Hello, and Keith, come on in. Hi, how's it going? Good. So you guys are going to be taking over Galaxy Class. This is so exciting. We are super happy that Galaxy Class is not ending and that you are going to take the helm. So say hello to our listeners and like, why are you wanting to come in besides the fact that I asked you? (laughs) Yes, why would you do it to yourself? Why? <laughs> uh, so I'll start. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, we're all here because of our love for Star Trek, right? We talk about these things amongst our friend groups. Uh, Keith and I bonded over Trek many years ago. 
sort of the foundation of our friendship. Um, and uh, it's something that I've always been interested in doing, uh, being in a podcast of some sort. Um, it never occurred to me that it could be Star Trek, but um, listening to you all do this for, for uh, a while, very successfully, um, uh, made it very interesting and appealing. And, and as Amy said, she asked me. <laughs> so here we are. The checks in the post. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I think for me, it was, I've always wanted to do a podcast, never thought I would. And I thought it was going to be one of those things where you say, oh, man, I should have done that. You look back on it. And then Stephen asked me and, and I said, okay, well, this is that opportunity, right? And you might as well jump on it and, and see how it's going to go. But, you know, after listening to you guys, 143 episodes, all those stats, I think there's no dilithium left to be unturned here. Like, or you, you, you've done, you've really done a lot over the last 143 episodes, but it will be exciting to, to see where, where this takes us because next gen is my favorite. Um, it's always been my favorite. That's kind of where I really got into it. So to be a part of the network and continue the conversation is exciting for me. This is so like awesome. threshold, and it's you so guys are our, like um, lizard babies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not where I was going to go with that, but okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's awesome to hear like the excitement in your voices, and and like, you know, seeing what you got planned. It's going to be awesome. Like, I'm so thrilled that that we're handing off GC and leaving it in good hands. Yeah. So, what are your plans for Galaxy Class that our listeners can look forward to? I think for me, one of the things I wanted to continue or, or keep going are the, the personnel profiles, the characters. I love being able to talk about all of the different people that inhabit this universe. And Next Generation has some pretty, some pretty big iconic people to talk about, but it's also getting into those people that you don't really get to talk about. And I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that just because that's a, that's, a, that's a big kind of uh, passion for me. So I'd, I'd like to keep that going. Another thing we like to delve into is, is the books, right? So um, thinking about how we keep Galaxy Class alive, thinking about TNG in different ways. Um, we have all these books that are, that are canon. Um, and, you know, we'd love to take some time to read through with listeners, um, maybe invite folks in from Patreon to, um, you know, be guests on the show and like have a conversation. Uh, so we'll, you know, pick a book every so often to, to, to read about, chat about, and delve into some sort of backstory um, and or additional stories, right? The, the, the uh, continuation of stories uh, from the next generation. And yeah, the, I think that'll be a really good uh, uh, series to have because I know a lot mm -hmm. of our listeners read books. Uh, I'm glad that they will have an opportunity to listen to you guys, you know, talk about the books and, and participate that way. That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and and of course, you know, what wouldn't uh, you know Star Trek podcast be without talking talking about episodes? But you know, I, I feel I've always felt. Everybody talks about best of both worlds. Everybody talks about uh, inner light. And if I'm, if we're going to talk about episodes, I want to, I want to talk about those ones that people don't talk about. You know, I want to mm -hmm. go there with Code of Honor and mm -hmm. Unnatural Selection and Naked Now, like all of those episodes. Where it's like, <laughs> why are you talking about these? But that's exactly why. You know, and um, yeah, I, I, I think, I think the child, which is my favorite episode but it mm -hmm. most reviled among a lot of people was a lot of like the troy stuff but i really enjoy it so i want to talk about it you know and i and i think um it could spark some some conversation and some fun from some fun discussion so i'm now keith i'm just wondering why all of those examples came from season one and season two uh, right, <laughs> right. It's, well, Night Terrors, you can go to Night Terrors at season four. That's not exactly a, a, a great oh. one. Um, but it's a lesser known one that I, mm -hmm. I like to talk about, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so, yeah, that's I'm excited about that for sure. Definitely. You then... know, oh, if I may, I was just thinking about what you were saying and how like everyone covers the, the popular ones, you know, Best of Both Worlds, Inner Light. And I'm like, 
Did we cover those episodes, Joe, Rhea? Maybe in Batleth Battles and the quality check. Yeah. They definitely get referenced, but I don't know that we've covered the well-known episodes. That's interesting. Yeah, definitely not individually. And I think we kind of unintentionally, intentionally didn't cover them. And that was Mm -hmm. one of the things that turned out to be so great about the Batleth Battles is it got us into the lesser known episodes that don't get talked about. And then occasionally, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the best of both worlds, you know, the, the families. And yeah. That kind of thing. yeah, that mm-hmm. randomness was nice that we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> yeah. And then we wanted to do sort of an officer exchange, um, thinking about um, bringing folks on either from other podcasts, um, uh, listeners who are interested in discussing topics, but uh, having uh, a somewhat regular opportunity for folks to come in and engage in whatever it is we're talking about at the time. So, um, you know, like, I, I would love to be able to promise this listeners, uh, I cannot, uh, but you know, if we could get an author on like for, for the, the book club, you know, uh, so thinking about different, different mm-hmm. folks we could bring in to uh, engage with us in the conversations. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm friends with David Mack, just FYI. Yeah. Um, and nice. As a counselor, ship's counselor, who was recently promoted in season seven, I would like to do an officer exchange with you guys. So please consider having me on. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. So those are sort of uh, the initial thoughts we have, things we're planning out to start, um, sort of more to come. Um, But we're super excited to be uh, uh, accepting the torch, so to speak um and bringing galaxy class um uh onward and uh yeah we're really appreciative of the opportunity and have loved listening to all of you um discuss your your love of trek and specifically next gen uh, mm-hmm. but we're we're excited and if you guys need any help or support in future you know yes we'll be in like the retirement home shady pines or something mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Pina coladas. Shady Pines, Ma. Retired yeah. but not forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. I feel like we should be reciting the lines from um, Chain of Command when Jell- Jellico takes command of the Enterprise from Picard. Oh, boo. boo. <laughs> that was for you, Joe. Yeah, thanks. So you can find us sitting around playing poker. Mm-hmm. We should have done this a mm. long time ago. <laughs> until we talked to us. Yes. But... Or until we guest on Galaxy Class. There you go. Well, that, uh, yeah, sounds like some amazing things to look forward to. So why don't you share with us sort of your Star Trek story and what got you into this amazing franchise? Keith, let's start with you. Sure. I I was thinking about this when when it was what was my first memory you know when I remember becoming a fan or being exposed to it and I think it was now that I'm dating myself here but the ABC Sunday night movie did Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan and I remember the commercial and it was an epic commercial just Spock saying take her out (laughs) and then the Enterprise warps away and I was like oh this seems really cool. So it was probably Star Trek II in the ABC Sunday night movie and then went back and looked at the original series and and loved it, uh, dressed up as a kid. And Next Generation came out and I was one of these people who said, nope, not my Star Trek. And by that point, I was probably <laughs> only 11. But even oh at 11, gosh. I was like, nope, 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 not going to do it, not going to do it. And then I caught, I, I must have caught an episode somehow and got sucked in and then that was it that was it by the end of the first season i i was hooked and it was from there on out obsessed is i think putting it mildly when it comes to my my fandom um but yeah i i love it i love it all to to varying degrees um but um yeah i'm excited so Keith, were, then did you continue watching Deep Space Nine and did you learn your lesson of, oh, this isn't my Star mm-hmm. Trek and enjoyed it from the beginning? Yes, I did. I, I was, I, I did not, I was not one of those, oh, it's too dark people at all. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I love Deep mm-hmm. Space Nine. It's, and it would probably be close. I, 
it's like one and two or one and one and a half, like next gen and deep space for me are so close because I think mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're so tied. I don't know. They're just tied in my mind together. Um, but yeah, I loved Voyager and Enterprise, like all of them. So yeah, my start, my ABC, ABC Sunday night movie. That's how I, that's how it all began for me. <laughs> that's awesome. The Wrath of Khan is the pinnacle of Western cinema and glad that it's <laughs> continues to bring in fans <laughs> yeah it did for sure yeah and are you enjoying the newer star treks coming I out am. discovery and after um yes so i think my favorites would be um so Pro- i love prodigy i don't know i think prodigy is awesome i think it's underrated it's a shame it's i'm happy it's coming back to netflix strange new worlds is great picard season three uh, that's why you know I, I agree about it being that uh, uh, next generation extension. Um, Discovery Discovery is good. Discovery is good. I, I I didn't go into Discovery being like, no, that's not my Star Trek. It's too different. But I was one of those people that was like, wait a minute, this technology is too advanced. What are those mm-hmm. uniforms? I, I I did. I had a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lower Decks is is fun. Uh, you, you know, I, I think in my mind, I don't, I think you love, I think where you come into it is like that formative time, you know, and that's where you kind of latch on to it. And that, that's always your favorite. So I do, I think any Star Trek is good Star Trek and I'm always going to support it because the more we have, the more that people get into it and yeah. you can, and, and you can continue doing things like this, like podcasting and, and getting together and going to conventions. So yeah, bring, bring it on and then I'll be there to, to watch it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're my Star Trek spirit animal, Keith. Did you squeal like a teenager at a Taylor Swift concert in that last episode of Lord Dex when the Wrath of Khan music came on? Oh my God. The whole like, thing. I was, I was like this, you're recreating yes. it. Like you're doing it. Like you're going yes. in. Like, yes, it was amazing. Oh amazing that was awesome yes it was like really good <laughs> yeah 100 <laughs> percent. nice nice yeah. i like you yeah. <laughs> yeah so great yeah yeah so um my entry point was definitely next generation i was five years old when it first aired on television and i remember watching it with my dad my dad's always been into like sci-fi and technology and like, there used to be this show on I can't remember the channel anymore, but it was called Beyond 2000. And it was like, what technology was going to be, you know, 15 years from now. And um, uh, 15 years from now at the time, right? So uh, I remember watching it with him and being really interested in it. And uh, he just liked it as a show. And I became a fan. <laughs> like, it, it was something mm-hmm. that I had to watch it. I needed to know what was going on. You know, I remember joining the fan club and getting the Star Trek magazine. What was it? The Star Trek Communicator? Is that what it was called? Yeah. Um, uh, I remember like it being like a, a badge of honor to like know what's going on and know what's happening in Star Trek. And I remember I, when TV guy would like, um, run a special on anything Star Trek, like I would go buy TV guide, you know, I was 10 and buying a TV guide. Uh, so something that I really enjoyed, I think that, um, as an adult looking back, I have the words now for 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 what i appreciate about star trek that i didn't have then it's this sort of idea that we figure it out humanity like gets it together like there's no warfare there's no famine there's no poverty um you know our primary focus is exploration you know expanding our knowledge and, and growing as a species um and i think it's so beautiful um and in my work in higher education now like that's something that you know we work with students and try to foster them to, and, you know, to growth and, and furthering themselves and being good global citizens. And so I think a lot of that for me is, is based in my love of Star Trek and my experience with Star Trek. So, um, next gen, definitely my entry point, you know, favorite series. Uh, I remember reading about or hearing about sort of this, uh, you know, not my Trek and I, I didn't get it. Of course I didn't know TOS. Mm-hmm. My, my entry point into TOS was Star Trek four, the voyage home. Um, it's the, it, it came out when I was actually old enough to like see a Star Trek movie and, and sort of understand it. Um, so that also is, uh, you know, the one with the whales is, uh, <laughs> very much, um, uh, 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 joyful film to watch and rewatch. Um, but, uh, Next Generation was definitely my entry point and is still, still my favorite series. Um, I appreciate how the newer Trek 
has built on it and will reference it. And, you know, East, uh, the Easter eggs mm -hmm. in Lower Decks are just amazing. They're so much fun. They're so much fun. Um, and I appreciate that they uh, did it in a way that's not, if you don't know what's going on, you can still follow the show and it's whatever. But those of us that recognize these 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 Easter eggs, it's it's just fun. It's fun. It's uh, whimsical. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoy with the newer tracks, like, I would say the majority of references, well, maybe that's just because I know the references to TNG, but I feel like the majority is TNG, especially Lower Decks. And then the other shows, like, they'll get a reference here and there, but it's like the main references are all next gen, and I just love that. <laughs> yeah, it seems that TNG has become the cornerstone, really. I mean, TOS obviously started at all, but TNG mm -hmm. is like the foundation now that everything else is based on, even though there, I mean, there's still references to everything, but everything kind of comes back to TNG. Well, and I mean, we're sort of the generation that started with TNG, just like you were saying, Stephen. it's like this, uh, that's what I started with. I knew nothing. Well, I mean, of course, everyone knows Spock and Kirk, but you know, I hadn't seen anything about yeah. it until TNG. And I was like, all right, this is awesome stuff. I didn't even know that was a thing until, well, probably until my first convention, which Amy, you you wrote me into and ruined my life forever in a good way. But yeah. I had no idea that people were Star Trek fans that didn't even know TOS. Like I thought you had to be like, that's the door you walk through is TOS. And now I see like, no, most people you know, TNG was their entry point or, or whatever it is, or the Kelvin movies or you mm -hmm. know, whatever the entry point is. Like probably the majority of Star Trek fans nowadays haven't even seen TOS. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. There are so many entry points. Um, there's so much Star Trek yeah. that you can enjoy bits of it and not enjoy others. And nobody should get annoyed at that. It's just pick and choose from the universe. Yeah, remember our co-host Justin, his entry point was the Kelvin timeline movies. And it's like, wow. And for him to be like so knowledgeable on everything else, it's such a quote unquote late mm -hmm. start. Yeah, I, it's just I, great I, to get yeah. these fans in. I had, I had shown a friend, well, a friend uh, was brought into it with the Kelvin movies. And then we went back and we watched an episode of The Next Generation. And it was very funny because he was like, this is kind of slow and there's a lot of talking and i'm like well yeah but that's the point like that like that's what makes it yeah, so yeah. good like it's it is it is a it is not like necessarily about explosions and and i mean you have your big episodes but lens flare right yeah. right it is not about that at all and it's much more about your your characters and getting to live with those people um those mm -hmm. that that you know living with them for seven years was and and mm -hmm. through you know high school and and the end of, of elementary school they became you know you know them inside and out so it's very different from watching yeah. a, a kelvin movie yeah. but people they become your family at the, they at do. that age yeah. they do they really do to this day if, and how if i'm cool having a bad day i go back and put it on and you're right there mm. yeah. yeah and then with the new track now with tng and with tos what strange new worlds is doing with tos it's so cool how it's it's adding to the backstory it's it's fleshing out these characters even more i mean it would have been so easy to go in and you know if you didn't have star trek in the hands of the right people right now it would just they'd be destroying these characters but everything is fleshing it out and rounding them out and and as a tos or when i watch it like it's on every night before i go to bed and i see spock now and i see ethan peck spock how he's mm. just made this character even that much more mm -hmm. glorious which how do you do that to leonard nimoy Spock, he was, you know, could it get any yeah. better? But yeah, it can. And, and the same yeah. Picard season three, you know, what that did to flesh out a lot of the TNG yeah. characters is just beautiful. I, I agree with that with Chapel, with Christine. Mm. I, you know, she was mm -hmm. this, yes. this secondary character on the original series and she was cool, but she is my favorite character mm -hmm. on Strange New Worlds. She's a badass. Mm -hmm. She's funny. She's smart. You don't, you, you don't pity her or feel bad for her like you might have done christine on the original show with the way spock treated her and i think what they did with her is amazing i'm really happy with that so when you see tos way. now i'm so sorry this totally drives me nuts when you see tos now keith do you um see chapel in the different light do you see chapel with all the the history 
the history that's come from Strange New Worlds, the brand new history. Yeah, I. It makes, I don't know. She makes more sense now, right? Like you, you with it with the history, mm -hmm. you can see, um, um, why, why she was like that. I think. I, I just think it's so different, though. At the same time, we, I almost look at them sometimes mm -hmm. as two different characters, really, because she's the way she is now. Well, and then it's also weird because if she's like that now, and then if you're going forward, what must happen to get her to this place where she is, where she is in the original series? You know, um, but I, 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 yeah, yeah, I, I love. I, I love it. I can't wait to see where they keep going with it, for sure. So, Rhea, you ask an interesting question, and I'm going to ask that to you, um, but in regards to Uhura. Like, when you mm -hmm. see Uhura, Strange New Worlds, are you still, like, if I say Uhura, does Nichelle Nichols pop up, or is it mm. Celia Rose? So, I haven't thought about this before. When you say Uhura, Nichelle Nichols pops up. Um, and when you say Chapel, Majel Barrett pops up. Spock, mm. honestly, Leonard Nimoy pops up. But when I'm seeing TOS, because again, it's right like as I'm getting ready for bed that it comes on every night. Um, now I see her uh, with that backstory. Now I see when Spock throws the plomeek soup at Chapel. Now it makes total sense why he was so angry. You know, mm. what the, even the lines he says to her make sense now based on what we've gotten from Strange New Worlds. Um, but that's interesting because as a again growing up with TOS, I'll, I'm going to try and pay attention and see if that ever shifts to where I see one of the new actors in place of the old ones. But guarantee you, most Star Trek fans nowadays, when you say Chapel, they see Jess Bush, or when you see Uhura, they see Celia Rose Gooding. When you see Pike, they see Anson Mount without a shirt on. <laughs> as we all should. Yeah. <laughs> as we all should <laughs> i see his hair first mm -hmm. it's, it's the hair yeah, me too. it's the hair mm -hmm. definitely joe you've had some pretty amazing pikes peaks oh yes. yeah yeah um yeah i've got good hair for that that was a blonde i'm trying to think who you could be go purple it's a no-brainer boims kids at school keep on saying it looked like um is it Alejandro Garnacho? He's a footballer. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> You're talking to a bunch of Trek nerds. We don't know footballers. Yeah. And I've been getting Ken as well. Does he look good without so. a shirt? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who, me? Oh, okay. I'm Garnacho. I have no idea. Probably he's a footballer. So. We had our TNG crew had the Enterprise D, the Enterprise E. The Enterprise F apparently was wrecked by Worf, but at some point the crew moves on, but the Enterprise continues. The Galaxy-class starship continues with the new crew. So here we are handing off our Galaxy-class starship to our new crew, new and improved crew. <laughs> Take care of her. Don't wreck her like Worf. <laughs> yes. We'll try. Yeah, it's and like shortly, shortly the three of us, or the four of us, if Kevin was here, we'd all, we'll all fall out. And we won't speak to each other for 20 years. And in 20 years' time, we'll come back <laughs> for one last mission. Yeah. And we'll be great friends Only again. Only to find out that Joe had had Kevin's baby and never told him. I hate when that happens. <laughs> it was your baby, Rhea. I had your baby. <laughs> what? It was such a fun night. <laughs> in the cave. Well, we, uh, yeah, are very excited for you, Stephen and Keith, and your fun adventure, all the learning, all the social things that you're going to be doing. I'm, that is one thing I am going to miss is seeing Joe, Rhea, Kevin, your faces each and every week. It was, it was sad when we didn't, you know, do it for a little bit over the summer. I mean, we all were busy, but yeah. it just, it was sad. So you guys are going to enjoy that camaraderie and with the other hosts on the network, you're going to see them more. It's, it really holds a dear place Don't, in my heart. Amy. And I hope it will for you. Don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no facial precipitation. No. 
incoming transmission. We would love to hear what you thought of today's episode and hope you'll join our Facebook group, the BQN Collective, to continue our discussion there. You can also tweet your thoughts at Galaxy Class Pod, or you can X your thoughts at Galaxy Class Pod, or you can follow the network on Twitter. Is Twitter the one that's X? I don't know. Yeah. I don't do these things. Blue sky. I don't know. It's it's blue skies outside right now. There's no cla- no. Pay, follow the script, Ria. This is why you're getting kicked off the show. Blue sky and Instagram at BQN Podcast. So, Joey, Joe, Joseph, the blonde. Where can yeah. people find you when you are not sipping pina coladas in your rocking chair at the retirement home? Oh, that sounds, that sounds nice. So though, one pina colada and I'll be in a coma for three days with a hangover, probably. <laughs> um, that's the stage I'm at now. But when you can't find me doing that, um, you won't be able to contact me because I don't podcast anymore, so goodbye. <laughs> but, you know, obviously, <laughs> if you want to, you can get me on Facebook, you can get me on X or Instagram at joeyjoe77uk or email me joepodcast at gmail.com. And Amy, where can people find you when you are are not? Oh no, it's the first time I've been lost or something. Wow. Um, where can people find you when you're not? The first time, it's like every week. Um, or contacting me during the week to discuss how we're going to get rid of Ria. <laughs> <laughs> we finally did it. Our plan came together. Yes. I'll throw you under the bus. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when I am not doing that, which I never have, uh, you can find me still here on the network. I'm still podcasting Union Federation and all good things. I am on Twitter at Miss Amy Nelson, but my favorite place, BQN Collective, our Facebook group. And Stephen, when you're not recording Galaxy Class, where can people find you? You can find me at King Steve, S-T-E-E-V, on Instagram and X. Uh, and, of course, uh, interacting with folks on our Facebook group. Uh, and, Keith, uh, where can we find you when you're not leading the enterprise into danger in a word cube? Um, I am <laughs> Keith Rogic on Facebook and Instagram, though I'm not a very active person on those. Feel free to reach out. And then that will force me to become active. Um, And Rhea, Mm -hmm. where can people find you when you are not learning to fly the friendly skies? Ah, when I am not learning to fly the friendly skies, you can find me. Well, you can't. Well, I was going to say you can't find me podcasting anymore, but maybe maybe guest appearances here on the network here and there. Um, I'm also, as you all know, pretty much pop culture pack led and limited social media presence. I do have a what was the one we did? Was it? no instagram um flyeria rhymes with diarrhea um that i don't spend a lot of time on but really mostly you can find me on our facebook facebook group the bqn collective posting borderline inappropriate but yet star trek related items what shows are on bqn you ask well here's a rundown of some podcasts you might be interested in All Good Things, a Star Trek Universe podcast covering all of Trek, hosted by Amy, Mark, Christos, and Kelvin. Bargain Bin Gamer, a YouTube show hosted by Davey, a self-proclaimed gamer who specializes in reviewing and showcasing affordable video games. If you're lost in the Delta Quadrant, check out The Captain's Couch, a Star Trek Voyager podcast hosted by Jeremiah sitting on Janeway's ready room couch. Cinema Z, a film discussion and review podcast showcasing films you probably missed but should definitely check out. Hosted by Mark, Matt, and Laz. Beam Aboard the Galaxy Class, a Star Trek Next Generation podcast covering all of TNG. Hosted by Amy, Joe, Rhea, and Kevin. History with the Zilagis, a snippet of historical events from around the world. Hosted by Chrissy and Jason. For the newest Trek coverage, check out Infinite Diversity, hosted by Chrissy and Thad. Test your Trek knowledge with Trexperts Quiz, a Star Trek quiz show hosted and written by Davey. Union Federation, covering all things Star Trek and the Orville.
which we all know is really a Star Trek show. Hosted by Kyle, Kevin, Amy, and Haley. Spill the tea with What's the Tea, Bev? A Trek current events and fan interview show hosted by Christos. And for our Patreon members, we have The Hive Mind, BQN's monthly roundtable discussion with hosts and listeners. It's Green, a cornucopia of topics hosted by Mark. And Amy's Math Moments, a quick look at math moments in Star Trek, hosted by Amy. We know you have a choice of podcasts to choose from, and we thank you for listening to BQN. Assimilate the audio. If you'd like to help us keep all of your shows coming to you each week, you can become a patron of the network on Patreon. With a monthly Patreon subscription of $5 or more, you can join our meetings of the Hive Mind on the second Saturday of each month. For more details, go to patreon.com slash bqn. A huge shout out to our very own associate producers, Jim McMahon and Davy Bullitt. We are so very grateful for your support. At this time, we would like to thank our executive producers who make all this possible, and a special thanks to Mark White for our artwork, and the gorgeous blonde Joe Keegan for our fantastic show music. Thank you for beaming aboard the Galaxy class. And until next time, Keith, that's you. Oh, that's me. Like Tasha said, no goodbyes, just good memories. Make now always the most precious time. Damn, kid, just get off my lawn. Stay classy, Galaxy. You're wondering who we are, why we have done this, how it has come that I stand before you, the image of a being from so long ago. Life evolved on my planet before all others in this part of the galaxy. We left our world, explored the stars and found none like ourselves. Our civilization thrived for ages, but what is the life of one race compared to the vast stretches of cosmic time? We knew that one day we would be gone, that nothing of us would survive, so we left you. Our scientists seeded the primordial oceans of many worlds, where life was in its infancy. The seed codes directed your evolution towards a physical form resembling ours. This body you see before you, which is, of course, shaped as yours is shaped, for you are the end result. The seed codes also contain this message, which we scattered in fragments on many worlds. It was our hope that you would have come together in fellowship and companionship to hear this message. And if you can see and hear me, our hopes have been fulfilled. You are a monument not to our greatness, but to our existence. That was our wish, that you too would know life and would keep alive our memory. There is something of each of us in each of you, and so something of you in each other. Remember us. And the last time I will say to you, great joy and gratitude. <laughs>